the angels of God are called ministering spirits. They minister to God and they minister to us. They minister to God and they minister to us. And what they minister to us is anything that pertains to salvation. They are under the government of the Holy Spirit. They discern the mind of the Holy Spirit and carries out the actions instantly. We are blessed to have them because their presence enhances our day-to-day lives. There are many angels that are in heaven, thousands of them. And as ministering spirits, they minister the different dimensions of God. Any dimension that God manifests to them, that angel picks that dimension. And then he hosts that dimension of God. Anytime God wants to reach out to anybody in that dimension, that angel becomes responsible. Michael is called the strength. No, he's called what? Eh? I Eh? He's not the strength of God. Michael is the power of God. Who is like God? Mm. That's Michael. Who is like God? The power of God. Gabriel is the strength of God. Gabriel is the strength of God. Raphael is the medicine of God. The medicine of God. So whenever God wants to manifest the healing dimension, it's Raphael that has our office. He communicates the energy of healing and restoration anywhere it is needed. They are not small angels. They are archangels. They are very powerful. They are very powerful. Just like Lucifer was the light bearer, he carries the light of God before he fell. Okay? He's a light bearer before he fell. Young man, are you okay? So, there are many of them, but these ones are just pointed out to show us. There are some, their names are not even supposed to be mentioned to humans. They are called the cherubims and the seraphim. They are even higher. They cover the jealousy of God. When one shows up in Abuja, the energy level in Abuja takes a different shape. They don't show up easily. They carry out the judgment of God. And the Bible says we are surrounded by them. That's why if you get used to the ministry of angels, all this fear and intimidation that we have here and there will not come. Because those who are for us are actually more than those who are against us. Was it Elijah or Elisha who was being confronted and then he was on the mountain and the soldiers came to arrest him? And he told Gehazi, his servants, he said, those who are for us are more than those who are against us. And the young man was, you know, talking back and saying, look at you. Who are they? We are totally to here. And you are saying that those who are for us are more than those who are against us. And he prayed and said, oh, Lord, open his eyes. And when he opened his eyes, in the spirit, he saw angels on fire and carrying horses on chariots. And all of them were on fire. Around the place 
and he saw that their number was more than the number of the soldiers who were coming to arrest them. He was the one who went, eventually went out to tell them, please, you can come. So those angels that came, their name was not mentioned. But they carried such a glory that they are manifested in form of what? Fire. What of the angels that took uh, Elisha or Elijah to the, to the heavens that came with the chariot of fire? It's an angel. As a matter of fact, that's why it's called Uri. It's angel Uri. He's one who carries the fire of God. And you see, to the degree to which you are able to trap God in your soul, we also determine the type of angel that follows you. All of us will have our guardian angel, which is normal, but as you grow in the things of God, depending on the area you are growing in the dimension of God, that area attracts an angel that is responsible for that. And you must know, you should know the angel that goes with you. Do you know there's an angel called the angel of charity? Yes. That angel inspires you for extraordinary charity. You will do as if you are no longer normal. There's an angel for prayer. It's called the angel of his presence. You will just see yourself every time you are praying. You will subdue every aspect of your life. Prayer will not be a, a struggle again. It becomes a second nature. There's the angel of faith. If he shows up, you can't doubt. You are too sure. That angel that stood by the side of Peter when he said, what I have, I will give. In the name of Jesus. It's called the angel of faith. And as a child of God, one of the privileges you have by grace is that as we keep investing in growing in God, as you pass from one stage to another stage, the Holy Spirit will tell you, this angel has been assigned to you. You will know it. And each time he comes around, you can feel it. You can feel it. And that area of your life will be activated. There's an appetite for you to do that particular thing that God has laid in your heart. This is what God has blessed us with. One of the questions we'll be asking ourselves while we celebrate the Feast of the Angels is to what degree have you identified your own angel? Me, I know my own. There are three of them. <laughs> yes. There are three angels. God has assigned to me. And I know them. Each time they come, they open up a visa for me in that area. They teach me a lot of things. So the things I share with you here are not things I read from books. They come to the office of those angels. Certain feats I've taken, certain steps I've taken in my life, both as a, as a young boy and as, as a priest, were not just men. It didn't come from my, my mental articulation. It is born of the energy that comes from those angels. I've also escaped very dangerous occasions of things at different dimensions that are inexplainable. But I know very well those, those angels that were responsible. To the degree to which you know the angels that are with you helps to back you up in the face of opposition. There are angels that come to build your energy, to give you the grace of endurance. You will so enjoy that those oppressing you will be wondering, we are dealing with this person and he's not complaining. 
They don't know that there's something that is supporting you. There's a shock absorber that you have inside you spiritually. Have you forgotten when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and was praying? And he said, Father, I wish this cross will pass away, but let thy will be done. He prayed and prayed and prayed. At the end, the Bible says, angels came and ministered to him. What of when he was tempted? After the temptation, his fasting and prayer, the Bible said the devil departed and angels came and ministered unto him. Do you know how many times God has sent angels to you to help you? The more you know them, the more you can connect to what they have for you. I've said it before. There are 47 official angels that come at every mass. Official ones. Not the ones that come out of glory. But officially at the mass. 47 angels come at every mass. We have the angels of penitence. They come before the mass begins. From the time the marriage begins and the procession as the priest enters the church until the opening prayer and all the, uh, the penitential service of maybe asking God for forgiveness and all that. With the opening prayer, the first penitential angels carry out their assignment. One of the assignments is to do what they call head count. They count those who are in church and note their names. Amen? <laughs> so for your information you that like to come late and all that. Sorry, if the first angel pass, your name will not be written. There's the angel of the world that is led by Gabriel. What they do? They come with special grace to anoint the priest's tongue that what he says will bless the people and also anoint your ear that you may hear the word of God because the devil is doing everything to make sure that you lack understanding. They are called the angels of the world. Then we have the angels of the sacrifice. Immediately we finish sharing, you know, sharing the word of God. As you say, I believe those angels now come down to sacrifice the ground for the arrival of the king. And they also pick up your sacrifices. Your sacrifices appear as prayers in their hands. So to the degree to which you make your sacrifice, it also shows up in the spirit. The quality of your sacrifice determines the quality of your presentation, I mean, your, the, the quality of your prayers before God. And those angels gather everything. And that's why the priest says, May my sacrifice and yours be acceptable. They gather it into what they call the holy virus. They will be there until we begin to sing holy, holy, holy. After that, those angels will go. Then the cherubims and the seraphim, who are the highest of all, they now appear. Once they show up, Jesus must surely come down. They are the ones who defend the jealousy of God, the majesty of God. They are called the angels of consecration. They position themselves at strategic positions. If you are sensing spiritually, you can feel their energy. They are the one who make the praise of God come into the bread and the transubstantiation to take place. Bread becoming, well, bread becoming the blood of Christ and the wine becoming the blood of Christ. They are there until Jesus takes his residence in your heart. After communion, they depart. 
then the angels that were there when Jesus ascended to heaven will show up. Remember? When Jesus ascended, and the disciples were worried, and they said, as you see him go up, likewise, he will come down. They are called the angels of departure. What did they do? They dispatched the peace, package of peace, to everybody spiritually. So when priests say, go in the peace of Christ, certain packages have been given to you spiritually. You are to depart from here with an energy over your life that as you go out there, no matter the trouble that is in the world, you have already what? A protective device that the worries of life will not penetrate your heart. These are angels on assignment. They operate every day. Today, the church is celebrating this trip to conscientize us that we are not alone. Why do you feel as if you're alone? Why do you feel dry? Why do you feel so, you know, powerless when they're there with us? Why internally loaded? Why externally gathered? Praise the Lord. And as we celebrate today, God in heaven is empowering them to go to be with you, to make sure that the investment of Christ over your life will not be a waste. And so we pray at this Mass for the grace to hearken to the voice and the instructions of the angels assigned to us in our different mission, you know, uh, dimensions. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. that it will preserve us in this dark realm, give us the grace to continue to stick to God in all things, and may His glory be manifest upon our lives through Christ, our Lord. Amen.